What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Reese and Tanner back at you with another episode of Process of Elimination. 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 I guess I won't do it to you. What? Not this not, time. Not two weeks in a row. That's a couple no, weeks that's, ago. No, that's just not very nice. Sorry. Just not very nice. Sorry, Reese. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Process of Elimination. Reese and Tanner back at you, talking about random stuff, getting uh, over-analyzing. Two buddies with stuff to say. Yeah, we're just two, two buddies, buddies with, with stuff, stuff to say. To say. So, Michaela, if you're listening, or Maggie, if you're listening, you're welcome. We sang your theme song. Uh, back when Tanner and I were trying to figure out what in the world to call our podcast, uh, a couple of our coworkers suggested two buddies with stuff to say. And they had a song. And he went, two, two buddies, buddies with stuff to say. Two buddies with stuff to say. Two buddies with stuff to say. And that's it. So maybe one day when we create another podcast, because, you know, and why not? We might just have to call it two buddies with stuff. to say. Two buddies with stuff to say, you know, which we I guess listen to him in the first place. Would that make that podcast a sequel to this podcast? It may be. What a coincidence. We don't know. We're talking about sequels today. It's only 47 weeks past the originals. So uh, our very first episode, if you remember, if you've been following since the very beginning, our very first episode was top movies of all time. And today we're doing top sequels of all time. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 indeed. With the disclaimer <laughs> that it excludes our favorite sequel of all time. Yeah, yeah. So we figured we'd talk about Star Wars enough that so we won't put Star Wars in here. Here's a small hint. So in two weeks... There may or may not be a significant day coming up on the calendar, um, and it may or may not happen to fall on a Tuesday, and that is May the 4th, which is also known as Star Wars Day, or also known as Reese and I's favorite holiday. Oh, it's it's definitely uh, a good holiday, yes. for sure. So we will be doing a special Star Wars, Star Wars We're, we're not going to tell you episode. what it is. But know that it's Star Wars themed <laughs> and that it will be a treat. Oh, it's going to be fantastic so, is what it's going to be. For that reason, we are leaving the best sequel of all time out of today's argument, but also disclaiming that it is the best sequel of all time. Empire Strikes Back is the best sequel of all time. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Un, un, uh, uncontestedly, it's the best sequel of all time. At home. So we are going to eliminate number two through 11. So there you go. So that's it. That's what we're doing today, ladies and gentlemen. We are discussing the top sequels of all time. And since Tanner already mentioned a disclaimer, let's go ahead and jump in. Disclaimers! First and foremost, biggest disclaimer is that we are not looking at The Empire Strikes Back since we recognize it as the top sequel of all time. It's just not fair. It, you know, it really isn't fair. You know, we, we knew that was going to be the first chance. place. So we, we wanted to get something else, uh, something else place. Um, disclaimer number two, this does not necessarily have to come second in yes. the chronology of a certain film sequence. So they've got a couple th third place or like third movies and whatnot. Yes. Now to go with this, it does have to be a sequel within its own right. So for one example, I'm going to go ahead and ruin our list here. No! Um, um, so the James Bond movies, there are lots of them. <laughs> Okay, um, so 
those James Bond movies. There are a lot of them. So we decided to select one that is from, it is a sequel from... It's in the Daniel Craig. So it's like the yes. third or fourth. I don't, actually don't remember, but it's, it's the third or fourth one it's that Daniel Craig made. It's third one. Which okay, we'll so the third. About. So I, I think... Figure it out on almost, your own. Almost all of these are seconds or thirds. I don't think there's anything other than a second or third no, uh, on, on this list. So um, that's kind of a big disclaimer. Um, third disclaimer is that we have to have seen them. Again, since we were talking so deeply uh, about these movies, we have to have seen them. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, there are a couple movies that I haven't seen uh, that Tanner has and vice versa. So we'll talk about As those always. in the honorable mentions. But there are a few notable films on there that one would probably see in all the lists of top sequels that Reese either I haven't seen disappointedly or, has not seen or Tanner has not seen. There's only well. one that I have not yes, seen. Yes, but I'm Reese. trying to make it sound better for me. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Uh, those are the disclaimers we have. Let's jump into the list. The list. The list. I think we just needed to end it on that one. That was good. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, seriously, though. So we, we've got a great list. And this list. list is sequels. And it's, it's live action. It's cartoons. And these are movies that are just as good or better than the original. Yeah. So arguably. Many of these, I, I think I might I think many say, of them are, are better. Yeah. better than the original, which is so hard to find. Yeah. It is so hard. Like we searched and searched and searched and found maybe 20 films total that we could say, yeah, this is a sequel worthy of us talking about. And then we narrowed it down to 10 and we're going to talk about those. And then we're going to look at those 10 and, and eliminate down to the number one. Uh, well, the number Hence two, the I guess. Process of elimination. Yeah, process of elimination. <gasps> Mind blown. The process of elimination. Elimination. There you go. Uh, not lamination. We don't laminate things here. Lamination. That la- that process the process of process lamination. Of lamination. <laughs> <laughs> that happens in an office or a library. I mean, you got a pieces of paper stuck together with plastic. True. That's lamination. One of our coworkers has a laminator, and it's great because if I need something laminated, it's like, hey, can you laminate this for me? He's like, oh yeah, I love laminating things. This and that is the process of lamination. Really off topic. <laughs> <laughs> So. Okay, so the list. We're, we're talking about the list. And list. this is the list we're going to eliminate down from. So in no particular order, here are your movies that we are sequelizing. Sequel. Sure, don't think about it too much. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 2. How to Train Your Dragon 2. This one is... The bomb. Uh, arguably one of the best non-Disney movies ever. Animated movies, the best non-Disney animated movies ever made. I think like, it probably would win that uh, list. It it's such a good film. Oh, it's great. I and the books. I've talked about this before. I love the books. I I, I grew up reading the books uh, to a degree, and you the grew books up are reading the How to Train Your Dragon books. Yeah. What? We have not talked about this before. Really? How to Train Your Dragon was a book before it was a movie. Oh, long before it was a movie. Yeah. What? I and had no idea. I can't tell if you're playing with me or not. No, I, I'm not. I'm dead serious. Okay. I have no idea. So there's 12 books in what? in the series. And Is it they, the same characters? The same names and some of the same locations. The, the, the general story is very, very different. So when they made the movies, they intentionally veered significantly away from what Cressida Cal, the author, uh, created in her no world. I have no idea. This so is mind-blowing. In me. the books... The How to Train Your Dragon world, the dragons can talk. They, they speak a language called Dragonese. And there's there's thousands and thousands of different kinds of dragons. And Hiccup Horrendous Haddock III is the son of Stoke the Vast, the chief. So that's correct. He, 
discovers how to talk with dragons, which was illegal. And so the first book is him discovering he can talk to dragons or maybe realizing he can talk to dragons and then kind of understanding like, oh, wait, this is illegal. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But then he's he's always different. He's all, so similar to the movie. He's always been different from all the other Vikings. Um, but there's no Astrid. So they created Astrid for the D- DreamWorks films. And there's no love interest actually at all with Hiccup for the all all 12 novels. There's no love interest, which I did like that one that, that they brought that into the, the movies. Um, Hiccup is best friends with Fishlegs. And Fishlegs is an itty bitty scrawny kid who's smaller than Hiccup and also a berserk warrior. So uh, very different from the really this is amazing. big dude. And uh, Toothless is the size of a small terrier. That's fun. But Toothless is a sea dragonish giganticus maximus. And by the end of the series, he's the size of a mountain. Ah, got it. He just grows really slowly. Okay. But the last line in How to Train Your Dragon 3 that goes, when I was a boy, there was dragons. There were small dragons. There was impossibly large dragons. But when I was a boy, there were dragons. That line at the very end of How to Train Your Dragon 3 was the very first line in the very first How to Train Your Dragon book. That's amazing. And so it like it brought it full circle. I almost started crying. Actually, I think I maybe did start crying when that <laughs> line came up in the movie because I'd spent so much of my life like pouring into the series and pouring into the movies. Is it like and books or is it like like picture books? Oh, like they're it, not. They're not picture books. So they're so like they, novels. They, they're novels. They start out. They start out relatively short. So like in in audiobooks term, the first one's like three and a half like to four hours books? long. They're they are kid books. So they're they're juvenile yeah. fiction, and so they start at maybe like two hundred pages. 300 pages but then they get thicker kind of like the harry potter books this a is little amazing. bit and they they okay. get longer and thicker and the storyline develops significantly so by the time you hit the fourth book she really figures out where she wants the storyline to go and you go through the entire process of of watching Hiccup. no <laughs> well actually yeah you, that, that's part of it um they're, they're trying hiccup becomes the king of the archipelago more or less but the true king has to collect these certain objects, like the, the the king's lost things. And a lot of the series is stories on how Hiccup finds the king's lost things. And it's about how he communicates with dragons and how he solves like the archipelago politics. Um, and there's a few characters that aren't in the movies that are a whole lot of fun. Like Kamikaze is a, um, oh, what is she? She's a bog burglar. That's her clan. So this Kamikaze episode is, is a bog now burger. shifted to... The How to Drain Your Dragons <laughs> oh. series. So if you want to listen to the process of elimination, go somewhere else. Sorry, um, I can take the hint. I'm sorry. Um, we can talk about How to Train Your Dragon no, more, more later awesome. on. It's awesome. I love it. Um, I love How to Train Your Dragon. That's I, I amazing. Could talk all, I, could I had no idea, Reese. How to Train Your Dragon. I, we have never once talked about that before. Wow. That's great. Okay. Well, next on our list, while well, <laughs> we spent five minutes talking about that, um, it's 11 minutes in. We've only talked about one thing. Toy Story 2 Toy is the Story next one. Toy Story 2 is so good. Um, We've talked about this before. We have. We actually Clearly have. Clearly the best sequel of the Toy Story movies. Toy Story 3, meh. Toy Story 4 doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Tanner, yeah. I think you need to hit this next one. Yeah, and we have had it out on this show. So if you go back, you remember the Marvel episode, what, like number like five or six? I think it was nine. Nine? Eight or okay. nine, something like that. So go back to, if you haven't listened to it, go back to listen to our Marvel episode. You can hear us really break these down. But Captain America, Break the down. Winter Soldier is on this list because it is so good. And Tanner likes this one a lot. And and Dude. I I don't have as strong of opinions on it because I only ever saw it once. And I told you to go back and watch it and you never did. You I'm sorry. I've been watching. Hole. Easy language, my good sir. <laughs> that wasn't language. Okay. Right. The next one is The Dark Knight. Yeah. 
this uh, Christopher Nolan film came out in 2008 or 2007 was and is, I think, near the pinnacle of cinema. Which this like, movie was uh, on our original list as one of the best movies of all time. It was. Yeah, th- this one actually was on the list. And Even there's it was a, a sequel. G- good reason. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of it comes down to, well, there's a number of different things. The Joker, like the yeah, Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger's Joker is probably the best villain. Mm, Darth Vader was a good villain. Like the, the, the best, best human it's the best, villain. It's the best villain we've ever seen. Like uh, just truly incredible. Um, unfortunately, probably Rocky what Phoenix killed him. Was really good too, but I haven't seen that one. Okay, the Bourne Ultimatum. So the second one in the Bourne movies. We talked about the Bourne Ultimatum no, and the Bourne the Supremacy. Third one in the Bourne movies. Oh, okay. Reason. I was okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. So we talked about the the second and third one. So we we, we had a discussion, and the, the second one is really good. really good. Third one is, but the, best. the third one's awesome. It's like so it's, good. It's so good. You understand where where he comes from. Like also, fun fact: Nixon, Missouri, where Jason Bourne is from, is my hometown. Yeah. So kind of that was fun. We had a sign up for a while, like on like going entering. Nixon, Missouri. That said, home at Jason Bourne. Why and did they not take that? Why did they, they took take it, it down? down? So it was it was technically vandalism, technically because the city didn't put it up. Someone kept making the sign, and That's every time it was t- awesome. brought down, like when the movie came out from like four years afterwards, like it just kept popping up and kept popping up. I feel like that um, should actually be on. And then side. at the Godfather's Pizza for years, it had a sign in front that said Jason Bourne is here. So That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. I want to talk about the next one and then you can hit the couple after that. Okay. So Star Trek to the wrath of Khan. Yeah. So Star Trek to the wrath this of Khan. Was so this is the original. This a hard decision for us to put on here because there are other good Star Trek movies. There the are. There are lots of good Star Trek movies, but The Wrath of Khan, yeah. like the original, I, I don't remember the exact date when The Wrath of Khan came out, but this was the, the second full-length movie with the original cast. Have we talked about The Wrath of Khan so before? so good. I don't, I don't know. Was it on one of our... Maybe. I think we, it may have... It didn't make our best I don't know. We, we may have talked about it when we talked about sci-fi ships. Yeah, I think so. Um, because we, I yelled Khan. I remember yelling Khan at something. <laughs> Man, that was really bad. I apologize to everyone. Um, so Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, um, mainly an incredible sequel because the first Star Trek movie was bad. Like it just it really it wasn't a good movie. It was a good episode, but it wasn't a good movie. Okay, what's next? All right. Up next, we have got Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. And this is another one that was hard because there are lots of good Mission yes. Impossible movies. Lots of good Mission but Impossible. But honestly, so what makes what puts this movie above every other movie is one scene. It's the Dubai scene where he's on the side yeah, of the building. That it's all, amazing. All of that, like all like the subterfuge and like everything going on there with like the the briefcases and like tra- like the uh, re- like blaying down the side of this you know quarter mile tall building or mile tall building. I don't remember how. Then tall the it. sandstorm chase. It's awesome. It's fantastic. I don't remember much else about the movie, but that was, that one was pretty good. It was, it was, it was really a good, good sequel. It was a really good sequel. All right, Tanner, you like this one too. Yeah, so this is 007 Skyfall. Okay, so Bond Skyfall was the third Daniel Craig movie. Yes. And so it's... A lot of the the movie takes place in Bond's home, which yeah. is wild because you learn about him and his childhood, and you meet someone that has known him since he was a little kid. Yeah, and then they blow it up and M dies. But so you know, lots of things happen. But <laughs> it's so uh, good. It's just wild and so emotional. Now I will say that this is probably the one, maybe not the one, but one of them that is 
still not quite as good as the original because Casino Royale. I don't know. I it's don't, a toss up. Both of yeah. them are very good. Casino Royale. I think Daniel Craig was still trying to find his character a little, a bit. little bit. I think the story of Casino Royale is maybe a little better, but. All right, well, okay, move on. Uh, So the next one, The Hunger Games Catching Fire. By far, hands down, not even close, the best movie in that series. It was was very good. So fun story about The Hunger Games. I went in and I saw that one in the IMAX. When it came out in high school, no idea what the movie's about. My whole family went because someone at church recommended it to us. (laughs) We had no idea what was going on. That's funny. And all of a sudden, like, the the Hunger Games starts and these kids are killing each other. And I'm just, like, looking at my dad and just, like... (laughs) I can see your family sitting in the movie theater like, what are we watching? What have we done? But then it was like... Oh, and uh, it was a mistake watching that one that one in the IMAX because the first Hunger Games, I think the guy with the camera had Tourette's or something. I don't know. Like it was just like the the style in which it was yeah. filmed was just so shaky. And if you've ever been in an IMAX, that's like a hundred foot screen. Yeah, I don't huge. know. Like it covers your entire field of vision. So if you're like, ah, 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 ah. so no, wow, really? Um, yeah, no Hunger Games was so, Catching Fire. Was have I such told? A have one. I told the? Have you? Have I, have I told you my Hunger Games? movie theater story have i told that on the show i don't know if you've told it on the show but let's hear it again okay well so fun story about the hunger games so while we were in the movie theater um so this was the original hunger games so we were in the movies we were sitting there and so you know like the reaping so like the most quiet part of the entire movie where it's dead silent so for some reason i was i don't i don't know why i did but i had my ringtone on my phone set as a chicken singing the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> yes! And, and oh. it went off at full volume during the reaping. And so all you hear, you like, you see, uh, what's her name? Like, pull up the name. Uh, like, F- F- uh, Effie? Effie, yeah. Pull up the name, Not- like, getting ready to read it. Like, it's dead silent. And then... Oh man, everybody in the entire theater just looked at me with the biggest death glare in the entire world. And some people just started dying laughing. Oh my gosh, it was, it, it still to this day is one of the funniest moments of my life. Like it, it was genuinely just hilarious. You shared that story with me before. I don't okay. remember if you shared it on the radio, may, but uh, thank people, you so much. People may know this already. Thank you so much for sharing it's that with really everyone. Good. Um, so, so you listeners out there, please enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and please set your ringtones to a chicken singing the Mr. Possible theme song. Because it's great. Okay, last one. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. So again, this is another one. The second Sean Indy... Connery. Sean Connery is here to save the day. That's um, pretty good. The second Indiana Jones movie was rough. It was trash. So interesting reason why. So both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were either going through a divorce or going through like severe loss in their life. And so that came out in the writing and directing really, really dark. of... The Temple, uh, of Temple of Doom. So like, uh, anyway, um, but Last Crusade was great a, because of Sean Connery. Like, Dude, come on. It's so good. You got Sean Connery and you got Harrison Ford. And it's just like this awesome dynamic duo. Yeah, they're, and they're then you have fantastic. the goblet and you're just like, oh, it's great. It's great. Okay. So that's our list. How to Train Your Dragon 2, Toy Story 2, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Dark Knight, Born Ultimatum, Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Bond, Skyfall, Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh, fun story about in, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh, so, is this another chicken song? No. Oh, but 
there is a t-shirt that you can buy at a place in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. It's like a, uh, like a novelty gift shop, but they have like pop culture themed shirts and the shirt literally says Nazis. I hate those guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's the best shirt ever. (laughs) I think one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when Harrison Ford gets in the blimp, the Zeppelin and knocks the Nazi out of the window and is like, no ticket (laughs) and all these rich people were like oh well here's my ticket you can have it's fine oh it's great okay so that's our list Uh, other than empire strikes back which of course is the number one let's get into it half an hour into the the show the process of elimination i'm sorry that's okay i i forget so we have 10 movies that we need to eliminate down. And we've spent a significant amount of time reminiscing about our memories because of these movies. they're just so good, They Reese. are good. They, this so is a great fun. list. I would, I would watch. Oh, we didn't do honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Okay, well, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Do honorable okay, mentions. Okay, hold on. Let me read these off because Reese hasn't <laughs> seen any of them. That's so, not true. I've seen some of them. Aliens. So not Alien, Aliens, which you haven't seen Alien I know. I need, I really need to see these. Okay. So these are like quintessential sci-fi. Terminator 2. Reese I've seen parts seen. of Terminator 2. Fun fact. Hold on. Fun fact about Terminator 2. The scene where the what's the the name of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, the metal guy, the, the Terminator, the Terminator. But I thought there was a name for it. Like anyway, so the scene where where the Terminator comes out of the like the metal pool and like solidifies into a human, uh-huh. like that scene to that point was the most expensive scene in any movie ever like huh. it cost like half of the film's budget to Just pay one scene. for that one scene like it took two years if i remember right two years to render all of the frames in that one scene that's crazy how'd you like to be the guy that sits on the computer for eight hours a day for two years <laughs> just i mean if i got paid a million or two dollars to do that i mean i wouldn't be complaining but sure. yeah, yeah okay. anyway okay sorry mad max fury road Another amazing movie. I haven't seen any of the Mad Max uh, movies. Okay, so we have both seen this, but eh, Shrek, Shrek 2. And Tanner didn't want to put it this on the great, list. but uh, it didn't deserve far, to be on this list. Far, far away and Prince Charming. Now, I will tell like, you uh, more movies that deserve to be on this list, but we can't put on there because Reese hasn't seen them. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, or The Goblet of Fire, or The Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Or any of them. Uh, I've only seen the first two. Sorry. Okay. So a couple more that we have both seen. Logan, which was extremely good, but we didn't think should quite make the list. Yeah, that one was good. It was a good Spider-Man 2. um, It was a lot of fun. Which is good fun. Spider-Man 3 was Any of the Ocean's movies. Like Ocean's Um, 11, Ocean's And then the one movie that I have seen, but don't remember it whatsoever. Yeah, the one movie that could have gone to the top. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. (sighs) Sorry, Reese. Possibly, probably the best sequel of all time. No. Of all time. Unless you, like me, by the argument that all three movies are one piece of cinema and they're meant to be consumed in one setting. In which case, it's a 12-hour cinematic experience. None of us have an entire day. That is not true. That's not true. Okay, so let's begin the process of elimination. We need to jump in. Tanner, there's a few here, so we're going to take these down. We're going to discuss them and rank them from 10th to 1st in the best sequels of all time. So we need to knock a few out pretty quickly here and so we can get into some good discussion. Which two or three immediately jump out as just not as solid of options. Okay, so I say this not... Okay, so we love all these movies. We we say that a lot on this podcast because, I mean, it's top ten list. Like, it's true. We, we like all yeah, of them. Yeah, the ones that are here deserve to be here. Toy Story 2 does not stand up to the rest what? of this list. What? 
Yes. I know. I just blew your mind, right? What? No. No, 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 no. Uh, what? From a narrative perspective, Toy Story 2 is incredible. It is very good. And just, uh, but I think I would choose every other one of these movies <sighs> over Toy Story 2 to watch. So, Wrath of Khan, Ghost Protocol, and maybe even Skyfall, hmm. I would put below Toy Story I don't 2. Think, I don't think I would make... I, I could knock out Toy Story 2 and Wrath of Khan right here and be okay. Fine, but Wrath of Khan's going out at 10th place. Okay, so Wrath of Khan, I you've thought, been eliminated. I can't believe that. I thought you would take Wrath of Khan way further. It's good. It is a good film, but I think there are other sequels on here that are better, just from a, a cinema perspective. You know, I'm a cinema guy. I, I, I can appreciate the value of, like, screenplay what, and So you don't want soundtrack. the, like, spider thing that crawls into the dude's eyeball and... Or is it through his ear? I can't remember. It's really creepy. I do not remember. He has like the weird things that like call into the people's bodies. Yeah, I don't remember it's that. It's super freaky. Anyways, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Toy Story 2 has been eliminated at ninth place. Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, eliminated at 10th place. That leaves us with eight left. I still think Ghost Protocol here might. Uh, Ghost Protocol might need to come out here. Ghost Protocol's so good. Right? It is good, but we mm. look at all these other movies. I so, know. What about, what about, what about Ghost Protocol and The Bourne Ultimatum coming out here? Ooh. Mm. They're both spy movies. They're both action movies. They both have similar types of of show. I mean, they're they're, Reese, I, they're I'm gonna similar. Give you, I'm gonna give you one here. Okay. And you're you're gonna love me for it because you're gonna be mind blown that I'm willing to do it. Oh, okay. Captain America, Winter Soldier. A hundred percent. If you're ready to go with that, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go with it just because. I know that it's not your favorite, even well, though not, I love it. it. It's not that it's not my favorite. It is a very good movie, but as far as sequels go, and I was I was planning on making that argument. As far as sequels though go, these other ones just these other ones just do such a good job. And, and maybe I'm comparing it too much against. I I so much preferred Captain America to Captain America: The Winter Soldier, like the first, like the original Captain America, like the first one. I understand that one is possibly my favorite Marvel movie. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but you know, whatever. Okay, so Captain America is out at eighth place. That leaves us with seven. All right, we we can move through these. We can do it. We can do it. What about I, I brought up Ghost Protocol? Why? Tell me why Ghost Protocol should stay or why because it should go? I love it. It's so good. Okay. Yes, uh, it is good. <laughs> but okay, what about this? I I do agree. Ghost Protocol should come out here soon. Would you put Ghost Protocol or Hunger Games: Catching Fire out first? Ghost Protocol. See, okay, so my thing here, Ghost Protocol, compared to Catching Fire, I would rather watch Ghost Protocol. I think it's a better movie. I think it's got catching, more action I think Catching in it. Fire is more important to the series than Ghost Protocol is to Mission Impossible. Well, yeah, like the, the movies don't really have anything to do with each other. I, maybe a little bit with the, uh, the Mission Impossible movies. I mean, they definitely movies. have important but things. But I, I, I think The Hunger Games in itself is a better movie. Than, mm. than Ghost Protocol. Here, here's Those why. Are fighting words. Because Ghost Protocol is an action movie. There's, there's not much character development. There's not much story. There's action. There's cool gadgets. There's pretty girls. There's pretty cars. There's cool technology, and a crime that needs to be stopped. Man, you just described a terrible movie, Reese. I'm, I'm kidding. The, never mind. Okay, sorry. I, I didn't know exactly where <laughs> you were going with that. Um. Okay, why should Ghost Protocol be here above James Bond or the Bourne Ultimatum? 
Because those are really because the movies they're not that as I, good. It's not. It. It is. I don't get me wrong. I and actually, I would argue maybe that I enjoy the Mission Impossible series more than the James Bond series. Maybe the I would Bourne agree with series that. too. No, um, I, I think I would agree. With that. I, I. But those I like them two better. Individual movies, I think, are are a little bit better than the Mission Impossible movie. Then why don't we just knock Mission Impossible out right here? Because I think Catching Fire should maybe come out at the same time. What do you think? Trust what about me, Skyfall? I do not say, oh, this, hold on. I do not say what, this lightly. What about Skyfall? It's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. You, you, never she's an incredible actress. <laughs> she She's a good actress. There's all, there's a lot. Woody Harrelson's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, there, and there are, there's some good talent in Catching Fire. It's very and good. It's, it's, uh, anyway. No. Fine. Okay. Catching Fire can come out. I'll, I'll uh, go. I'm, I am fine with Ghost Protocol and Hunger Games at the same time. Okay. All right. So, for those of you who are following along at home, Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan is at a 10th place. Toy Story 2 is at a 9th. Captain America The Winter Soldier is out at 8th. And the ones we just talked about, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is out at 7th place. And The Hunger Games Catching Fire is out at 6th place. There you go. That leaves us with five. We got five. Five down, five to go. So, we got in no order, particularly, no particular order, however you like to slice it. The Dark Knight, The Born Ultimatum. How to Train Your Dragon 2, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, and Bond Skyfall. Five very solid movies. And a few of them pretty similar, and a few of them very different. Very different. <laughs> so, um, man. Okay, I can tell you I have a top three. Does okay. that help narrow? What are your bottom two, then? Man, it's really hard. My bottom two... My bottom two are The Born Ultimatum. Okay. You're gonna hate me. How to Train Your Dragon Two? Ah, I thought that might come in here. It is very Man. good. Reason. I love it. I love it so much. But against how the about other this? Three. How about this? I agree with you. Born Ultimatum. I think Born Ultimatum should come out at fifth place here, and that leaves us with four. I I completely agree with you there. I think that I think we should just do that and then have this conversation. I don't know if How to Train Your Dragon should go out here because I see How to Train Your Dragon as maybe being better. Then Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, and Skyfall. Oh, again, those are fighting words. Okay. I know, but you know, um, hey, we're talking. We're all about controversy here, aren't we? I don't. Reese, it is a very good movie, and it's a fantastic movie for a kids movie. But not just I, a kids movie. There's so much in there that that just tears at your heart as an adult. But over like Skyfall when and dies, Last Crusade, definitely over Skyfall, and and, oh. and here's why. The Bond movies, again, I, I think I might go to the same. Like, they're, they're action movies. There's just a little bit of character development. And there's some action that goes on, but so much of See, Bond is... See, but that's what is, Skyfall does. It is, it is way more story it is than more. any other will, James Bond movie. I will movie. give you that, 100%. It is more story. But it's cool people th- shooting each other. The and other cool thing most about of Bond. the plot can be narrowed down to people shooting each other. This is true. But... <laughs> The awesome, the other awesome thing about Skyfall is we got to get back to like the original feel of a Bond movie. Bond to like, a transformed yeah. so long, and then we finally brought back we brought back the characters. So we brought Money Penny back. We brought back the Aston Martin. Yeah, okay, brought, that is true. Like, you and then they blow it up. And then they blow it up. Uh, <laughs> Reese, How to Train Your Dragon Two has to come out here. I can't put it over either of those other two. And it definitely does not does not beat the combination of Harrison Ford and Okay, fine. 
How to Train Your Dragon 2 can come out here, but I think Bond Skyfall needs to come out next to it. Okay. For that. Man, okay. So Connery and Ford how to train, all the way. <laughs> how to Train Your Dragon 2 is in fourth place, and James Bond Skyfall is in third place. That leaves us with two left. And before we go further, let's thank our sponsor. Tonight, our sponsor is Homemade Ranch Dressing. Yeah. With deep fried foods. Because homemade ranch dressing is so superior it to is. bottled ranch dressing. And there's so Why many can no subtleties. one ever figure that out? Why can someone not make a bottle of ranch dressing that is just as good they as homemade probably ranch do, dressing? but I bet it's six no bucks. I don't know. No. Have you it doesn't have exist. you tried? Have you gone out and like explored yes, different it bottles does of ranch? Not exist. Mm. You could just make your own ranch. I know. Probably should. That's all right. I wonder how long, how, how much of a process that would be to make your own ranch dressing. I don't know. Probably hmm. not that difficult, but you know. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting thoughts. Hmm. Well, there you go. There are your thoughts. Thought. Thanks. Yeah, literally. Food. Food. Food for thought. Uh, so there, there's your sponsor for today, ranch dressing. So we had some great ranch dressing tonight. Yeah. Hmm. With buffalo cheese curds. Which actually French pretty fries. good. It was like itty bitty um, mozzarella cheese sticks, but like with buffalo sauce. How have sauce. you never had a cheese curd before? I, I, I was always kind of like weirded out by the name. <laughs> And honestly, like a cheese curd, like, I don't know. Is it actually like, is it just a lump of cheese with a fancy name or is that I mean, like I, someone else? Essentially. <laughs> but really anyway, yeah. okay. okay. We've got two movies left, Tanner. Yeah. We got two movies. Well, technically we have three, but. Well, Empire Strikes Back, of course, is the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got The Dark Knight and Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. Both action movies, both with strong protagonists, both with good villains, but. The Dark Knight most definitely has a superior villain. Yeah. Undoubtedly. But as far as character development, storyline, plot, I think The Last Crusade might edge out. Think think <sighs> through all of the things that happen in The Dark Knight, Reese. I mean, there are so It is so a lot. There are a lot of things, things that happen. happen. It's incredible. Mm. It really is. It's got the music. But so does Indiana Jones. It's got, it's got, yeah, and it's great. And it is very, very good. Man, it's got to be Dark Knight. You why? Can't, why? Can't why does it have to be, be the Dark, Dark Knight? Because it's a Christopher Nolan movie. But beyond <laughs> it being a Christopher <laughs> yeah. Nolan movie, and you love because, Christopher okay, Nolan, so let's think through why? this. Why? So, so you've got okay. So let's let's rank as far as as actors, character actors, ranking. You've, yeah. Okay, so you've got in the Dark Knight, you've got Christian Bale. Got it. You've got Heath Ledger. Yes. And you've got Kane, shoot, Michael Caine. Well, Michael Caine. Penelope Cruz? No, was, she shows up in the next one. I was talking about um, who plays Rachel. Rachel. Re- Rebecca Hall? No, that's not Where her. is she? Shoot, what is her name? Anyways. Where's Rachel? Rachel. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Gary it Oldman was, man I forgot yeah, Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman. Morgan Freeman was in this yeah. so the acting is phenomenal okay Indiana Jones Harrison Ford and Sean Connery and that's about it well no Although, and John, John Reese Davis is in it okay they like Gimli in Lord of the Rings it is it is very well acted that that tandem is awesome it's so fun to watch okay so let's so so probably actors River Phoenix is in it there you go. I don't know who that is, but that's great. He's an actor. Oh, okay. Allison Dooley. Sure. No, great. Nothing. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, storyline. All the things that happen. Tanner. 
You're not going to give up, are you? No, because cool. it, well, it's, then it's very well. It is the best sequel. I don't of all feel time. like I don't feel like arguing with you. Actually, the Dark Knight is a great sequel, the, and it comes in first place. The thing is, I in second place is the Last Crusade. Well, sorry, let what me you, finish. Go ahead. All right. So the bad thing is, I feel like the ending of this is very similar to our ending of best movies of all time because it was up there as well. But as far as a sequel, I think it is the only movie that gives Empire maybe even a run for its money they're different and i disagree with you a little bit empire still number one We're oh not it's talking. still number one Empire's i just think it one. has it it gives itself a fighting so there chance. you go ladies and gentlemen there's your process of elimination in 10th you have more say do you, you want to say more nope, i'm good all right so in 10th place we have star trek 2 the wrath of god in ninth place we got toy story 2 in eighth place we got captain america the winter soldier in seventh place we have mission impossible ghost protocol in sixth place we have hunger games catching fire in fifth place the born ultimatum in fourth place how to train your dragon 2 in third place bond skyfall in second indiana jones last crusade and in first place, The Dark Knight. And in real first place, The Empire, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so, there you go. Tanner, what surprised you today? That we didn't really talk about the Bourne Ultimate. We brought it up, but we never discussed it. It hit by fifth place. Like, it was dead center in the middle. I'm surprised. It kind of floated by. I may be surprised it, it just didn't like make James, it a little farther. Just not James. Gosh. Uh, just like Jason. Jason. He's kind of floated by on the water. There you yeah. go. I'm surprised Skyfall made it to third place. Really? I really was. I, I, I just, you know, I've seen it a couple times and it was good, but I just, I never struck it as like, I don't know, one of the best. Dude, it's awesome. It's such a good movie. Cool. All right. Well, be sure to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about us and um, our, to all of our international listeners, thanks for listening to us. And if, tell your friends about us Except as well. Except for the people in the United States, you stink. We're not worried Apparent, about it. Apparently, no, we, really. we don't care about our United States friends. No, not at um, all. So, yeah, like, subscribe, share, write us a review, send us emails at eliminationpod. Uh, we'll catch you later. Bye.